This is Media Moves, the podcast for executives to make sense of the perpetually moving media landscape. I'm Adam Ryan. All right, welcome back everyone to Media Moves. Today I have another quick five-minute episode for you for giving you something to talk about with your other media colleagues. If you like what you hear, please give me a follow on Twitter at Adam Ryan, R-Y underscore N is how it's spelled. If you own Adam Ryan, please uh, pass that to me. I'd love to get it from you. Uh, But for today's conversation, it's something that has been in headlines for a long time, for years, really since Substack. It's been the talk of like what media companies are struggling with most, which is graduation problems. Meaning, uh, the way that I define that is when some creative talent, writer, producer with any job within the media company leave the company because they feel like they can be more successful on their own. They graduate out because they've gotten too big for the media company. When Substack was created, this was the unbundling of media companies, as everyone called it. And what I want to talk about is not about whether people are unbundling or bundling, but as a media company, no matter what, you should be thinking about graduation rate. It might mean like what Taylor Lorenz did. She moved from the Times to the Post because it more aligned with her personal values of being able to embrace her own Twitter account. It's a good example of the Times lost someone, Taylor Lorenz, whether you love her or don't like her, which there's normally you're on one side or the other. They lost a talented person that was bringing in subscriptions because they weren't matching the values that she possessed. Now, it's impossible to, as if you're an organization like the Times, to bend your values for every single person. But I think there are patterns that you can take away to prevent graduation rate of media companies. And this goes to a theme that I have dealt with, not just with creative talent, but also with operators. And there's three key themes. One is value. This is the top one right now. Media companies have business models that tend not to pay creative talent a lot. And so there's this race to say, well, I can make more on my own than what you're paying me. A good example of this is Caller Daddy for Barstool, right? Barstool said, we love you, but like we can't afford to pay you that kind of cash. So they left and they took Spotify money. This is something that media companies, in the end, the ecosystem's a free market value system. So people are going to end up being paid what they're worth. The question is, does your business model support that? And what I would challenge a lot of media operators when it comes to value of creative talent is, are you creating a business model that actually supports their growth? What I hear when I talk to creators about this and all talent is I just want to be paid fairly. It's not that I want to make millions of dollars a year. It's, hey, I know I made a lot of money for this business. Like, why haven't I been paid for that? And in the past, media companies have not listened to that. Second is culture. Normally, when I talk about culture, you can say it's your management style, it's the peers that you work with, it's work-life balance. But the theme that I've heard of culture a lot with creative talent is freedom. And it means writing what they want to write, writing what they think is best for their audience. I think that one of the biggest misconceptions that operators have is they feel like creative talents don't know what's best for the business. And I would challenge that notion. I would say that your best talent knows exactly what your audience wants to read or listen to and giving them the freedom to make that choice. You may have a few misses, but you're going to have a way happier person working for you. And my gut tells me that they're going to come up with more creative solutions to drive your growth than you could ever do in a corner office. Give your, create a culture 
where you have creative freedom for your audience and you're, that alone will reduce graduation drastically. The last one is something that a lot of people don't talk about, which is growth. And everyone's saying, oh, pay them more money. Substack gives them the creative freedom. Let's create all these tools and, you know, the creator economy, like courses, all this stuff. And the reality is I think a lot of people are just saying, hey, I don't necessarily need to make like tons of money. And I don't care if I have to work occasionally on the weekends. I love what I do, but I just want to feel like I'm growing. I want to feel like I'm my professional and personal development is growing that I'm becoming a better person every day. And something you hear from operators is, oh, I have salespeople that are hungry and they always want these promotions and millennials just want titles so fast and all this. But with creative talent, their work represents their growth. The more that they learn, the better that they can write, the more dots that they can connect, the better that they can help their audience. And if you're not allowing that creator and that creative talent to grow, whether that might be, hey, give them a podcast that you probably won't make much money on, but they're going to learn. Or let them go try this new YouTube show that you're like, this is not in our plans. And they're like, I really want to practice being on camera. Let them grow the professional skills. And if you're worried like, hey, we're going to arm them with all these skills and they're going to leave. If you're taking care of all three of these things, they're not going to. If you're making sure that they can grow with the business professionally and personally, that they're paid in a fair way that they understand that. And lastly, that they have the creative freedom and the culture to support their ideas. Your business is going to be more successful. You're not going to deal with creator graduation rate and platforms like Substack and the like won't be as big of a deal to you and you shouldn't be as scared of them. That's what I got for today. If you agree or disagree, let me know on Twitter at Adam RY underscore in. I look forward to next time. See you then. Thanks for tuning in. If you'd like to stay ahead of media's next move, then make sure to subscribe on Apple, Spotify, Google, or wherever you listen. And if you enjoyed this episode, why not share it with a friend? I'll see you next time.